Hey everyone, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Writers at RVFTA.com. And the authors of The Idiot's Guide to RV Vacations. About 10 years ago, we had a couple of babies and a marriage that was on the rocks. So we bought an RV and we started camping. The rest, as they say, is history. Join us as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We'll also keep you dialed in to the latest RV innovations from people in the know. So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. As we record this, it is a beautiful day right before Christmas, and you'll be probably listening to this right after Christmas, but it's quite lovely outside. The kids are outside playing in the backyard, and we're hunkered down here in the podcast studio. You might hear sounds of laughter, shouting, anger. Who knows in the background? You never know. And that'll just be Stephanie. (laughs) Then there's the kids. (laughs) Then there's the kids. So hopefully they don't interrupt us. But today we're going to talk about our private Facebook group, the RV Atlas group, which just basically anybody can join as long as you're a real person and you answer a couple questions, uh, and then we'll let you in. And we like to think of it as the friendliest RV group on Facebook, because let's face it, like a lot of... Facebook is nasty, and a lot of Facebook groups are nasty, for goodness sake. But we have a no cranks allowed policy, and if somebody's obnoxious or somebody gets political or somebody gets mean or condescending, we just hit the button and get rid of them. Yeah, so we are, we're actually a little late to like the Facebook group game. Um, you know, maybe, I think we started it a little over a year ago, two years ago or so. Maybe three. But like, but we had, Facebook we... had been around and doing the groups for a long time. And we were both in a lot of RV groups. And the reason why we didn't do it was because there's this tricky thing about Facebook, right? On the one hand, it really provides such an amazing opportunity to connect with people that you couldn't connect with in your everyday life. Like, I love for that for my friends, right? They're friends that we just cannot see each other on a regular basis, but I can still feel connected because I get to see their pictures of their kids and everything or the recipe they're cooking for dinner tonight or whatever. And I really honestly appreciate that in my heart of hearts because it's helped me stay, you know, just kind of in contact with so many people that I would have lost contact with over the years. But then there's the flip side that, quite frankly, I struggle with, and that's that Facebook has policies that really reward bad behavior. Anger, frustration, and arguments. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's, it's so an algorithm. Tr- Stephanie, it drives me crazy. Like, So basically the way Facebook works, within the RV Atlas group, somebody posts something. Basically, Facebook will push that post out if there are lots of co- a flurry of comments. Outrage, and, <laughs> which and that, that, is what usually is. Yeah, that most <laughs> often happens when people are arguing. Yeah. So if you like follow Yahoo News on Facebook or just any site that's putting out things that people are arguing about, those posts get massive, massive coverage. Or sometimes, you know, you put up a post in an, in an RV Facebook group that's of really good value, but it's not going to get 100 comments because people aren't fighting back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. But that fighting makes the posts more visible, sadly. Yeah, so it's always been sort of a back and forth for us about how much effort that we would put into a platform that sort of exists on some principles that we honestly have a lot of issues with. Well, because we don't we don't want the fighting. Yeah. We're going to stop the fighting right. from happening, which ironically is what makes the posts get seen. But over the years, we've really grown very attached to our Facebook group and to what it's provided for our community and the b- ability for people to just kind of like 
like engage and spend time with other people who care about camping and who aren't interested in having like vicious, stressful arguments with people about, about camping and RVing. About tow capacities and yeah. things like that. So we thought we'd spend a little time kind of paying tribute to the RV Facebook Yeah, group. and you know, in some ways... The, in terms of social media, the the Facebook group has kind of become our home base. Like if we're going to post something more like an update on what we're doing, it's almost like it's more likely that we'll go do it there than on Instagram or Pinterest or our regular Facebook Yeah, well, page. for the most part, too, we know that people will see it, right? Like there's a lot of things that keep people from seeing things on other social media platforms, just the algorithms that just don't push announcements out and everything. Whereas with the Facebook group, we know that we can put it out as an announcement and a lot of people will, in fact, There are over 7,000 people in the group right now. So I want to invite everyone that's listening to the podcast into the group. It's a really useful place. Like if you have some kind of a a question about an issue you're having with your RV, or you just want a recommendation for a campground in a certain region, you're just about guaranteed to get useful answers in our Facebook group. Okay, so you mentioned that we have more than 7,000 members of our Facebook group, but I actually dug in and got some pretty specific numbers. Uh, So I thought we could dive in and talk about those numbers and sort of what they say about our audience. And there's some real surprises here. So so dive in and get us started. Like all the almost all of these numbers kind of shock me, frankly. All right. First of all, we started off 2019 with 2,573 members. And we ended 2019 with 6,666 active members. Now, what that means is that there are that many people liking, commenting, and posting in the group. So even though we technically have more members than that, we've got 6,666 people who engage in the group. Two amazing things. The group has almost tripled in size this year, which is awesome. And the vast majority of people in the group are active. There's only about 500 people that have joined the group and never commented or liked anything. So I think that that's a pretty good rate. Yeah. And we have a lot of like those members that like invite their spouses or invite people that they know into the group. And those are probably the people that are like, what? That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like there's group? like that really active wife in the yeah. group or husband who's really into talking or being they're like, oh, honey, I want yeah. you in the group too. <laughs> they and try to share. And it's probably somebody who's like a little bit quieter or that man that never needs help with anything. And, yeah. and then he doesn't ask any questions. Yeah. So another number that really shocked me was that we have had 6,812 posts. Never would have guessed that. That's I would a have, lot of posts. I would have guessed 2,000. Like, I'm so off. The group is really, really active. And I mean, it's so different than our own social media accounts, like where we are the only ones that post. I mean, here are there are like 6,500 people posting. And there are some nights we don't even check in, right? And there's there's posts going on. So wow, there's a lot of activity in this group. And of those posts, 74,859 comments, which was really nice to see because it's like a lot of people are commenting, right? And what that means is not like they're commenting like on one of our social media posts or it's like, oh, nice pick. Comments in a Facebook group are generally interactive, right? It's conversational. It's answering questions. People helping like people. That. Yeah, like, helping. I can't get my first. The thing Supporting, that I, encouraging, the sharing. The thing I've loved seeing the most is like sometimes you see somebody at a campground and they're having trouble with something like getting their furnace lit or whatever it might be. And they go onto the group and they ask and they get answers right away and they get their problem fixed right away while they're at the campground. So a lot of those comments are people helping each other. All right. And 212,165 reactions. 
this year. Likes, hearts. <laughs> yeah, hearts. Smiley faces. Crying faces, maybe. Not, not many of those. <laughs> Every once in a while. So it's, When a rising post, generally get the crying face. Oh, that's true. So we've grown a lot and uh, lots of posts. So what is the most popular day for engagement in the group? Like what day is our group the most busy and what time? Stephanie's got the exact numbers. Well, the reason why I thought that these were kind of funny is because I think it says a lot about our audience, right? So the uh, most popular day for engagement in our group is Sunday and the most popular time is 9 p.m. And to me, that screams parents who have put their kids to bed are finally on social media, like scrolling or posting through. And that just really made me smile because I'm like, yeah, I know that feeling of nine o'clock at the end of the weekend when things have been so busy and you finally just get to like flop down on the couch. That's that busy parent that hasn't looked at their phone all weekend <laughs> yeah, and yeah. is finally like, I am looking at my social media at I'm nine o'clock scrolling, on right? I'm going to go into my and favorite Facebook What's group. interesting is that is almost exactly lined up with, I think, our website traffic yeah. and our Instagram traffic. So our audience is like a Sunday night at nine o'clock audience. <laughs> Put the kids to bed and just have some me time. All right. So now I wanted to take the opportunity on this episode to give a shout out to our top five contributors. Now it's holistic. Like a Facebook is always like adjusting this, but this is like our top five Facebook group well, contributors. And thank you to them too. Yes. I mean, look, if you're in our Facebook group or you want to join, we really appreciate people that, that are posting kind of cool and helpful stuff. So, Well, no, it's not just posting though. And I think that's important. Is answering that, questions. Yeah. And I think that that's true of this list. Like the, this is not like the, the people that are always posting their own stuff. This is also the people that are always willing to help answer answer questions uh, for people in the group. And and I truly appreciate that. So uh, we've got a shout out to Nathan Rathmel, Shannon Murphy Minner, Cheryl Wine, Rex Deaver, and Justin Brammer. And they're all lovely people who do. Ooh. And it's like, I, we, I feel like we know all of them. I, we've met Cheryl in person. We've met Nathan in person. You've met Justin in person. At so I'm going to tell you something. Last week, I shared that one of my top travel highlights was one of the RV shows that I went to, uh, the Kansas City one, I think, right? And I said that this was like the friendliest group of RV Atlas listeners that I ever encountered anywhere. Rex and Justin were both. Oh, they were both there. That's <laughs> they right. were both there. So yeah. we've met. <laughs> collectively between the two of us, we've met four out of the five. Yeah, of our, so yeah. we haven't met Shannon. We nope. need to meet Shannon. And by the way, we should say something about Shannon right now. She is doing a year-long sabbatical from her job. I, she's a teacher or a librarian, one I or the other. I think so, yeah. And she has been taking her kids all over the country mm-hmm. in these huge bursts. Like she's gone for months at a time. Like longer trips. And then she like loops back around to home. So I think she's about to head out on like her next one um, out west. And she's in the group all the time asking questions like very specifically about her route, you know, and, and everything. And it's just been really um, fun to watch her do something that is so, you know, it would be such a dream for so many people. And so many people would just say, I can't do that. But and she's her, just said, I can do this. Her husband is not going with right. them because of work or whatever it is. He comes and I think meets up at different times. But Shannon is largely running this long RV sabbatical solo. So very impressive. Good for you, Shannon, and an inspiration to all of us. Absolutely. Now, I also will give a shout out to our top states because I do think that they say a lot about our our group too. Um, We have New York, Florida, Texas, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. The, the fact that Arizona, Arizona is there like, huh. over like California 
is I shocking. Know. I know. Because we've looked at podcast data before, and our top states for podcast listeners kind of line up with population. Like Virginia, like California. California, yeah. uh, Texas, yeah. Florida, the huge states we have the most listeners from. So we need some more California people in the group. Yeah. So that was fun also because I think that it was a mix of so – there's some people that like – it's funny, we get posts both ways. Like some people will say like, oh, I don't know if there's any people from the West Coast here. And some East Coast people will be like, I don't know if there's anybody. Everybody feels like they're not really represented, but that's actually not true. It's a pretty geographically diverse group. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So what are the most popular posts we've had over the past month or so? Like what types of posts get a lot of comments, get a lot of traction? And what does that say about our well, group? Well, Facebook lets you see your most popular post for like the last 28 days. And I never look at like I don't actually spend any time ever looking at any of this. I got this weird notification from Facebook, like, look how many members you've grown or something. And that just like kind of, of like Stephanie, put me down this bunny Stephanie hole. Stephanie being a content creator is like, oh, podcast episode. <laughs> oh, it's a nice podcast. So, so, but, but, um, so I could only get the last 28 days because I never really looked at this before. But it was very interesting to me because I think that it represented the span of types of posts that are always in the group. Now, the first one cracked me up because I think that it is at the heart of what our Facebook it group is you, about. Well, it also shows you how Facebook works. Yeah, that's true. So you, you we had like somebody posted, because this is just what happens with groups, like somebody who knows who posted this really inappropriate live a watch, watch party. party and it was of a, a political It was event. a politician <laughs> giving a speech. And it was a watch party because, I, first of all, the whole watch party thing is new. And I didn't realize – no one has had ever put on a watch party but Stephanie or I, and it was always about RV stuff. I didn't even know that group members could start a watch party, but apparently Which they could. theoretically would be nice, right? It would be nice if one of our members was watching a Facebook Live on GoRVing. It was like, oh, this is interesting. Right. Let me share it. So everything is great theoretically. But, the but first, then in reality <laughs> – The first group member to ever hold a oh watch party decided to do it with a politician. And I was at work. I was at my teaching job just kind of like taking a second to check the group and i'm like oh my god there's a political watch party going on and there's all these angry comments from people in our group like this makes no sense for an rv group this is a good way for you guys to lose all your followers and i'm like oh my people god were I didn't. Saying that? yes oh, and i was like oh my god i didn't put this up here you know we're totally we are like well, a non-political uh, you know what? group that's so ridiculous because it's obvious who starts a watch party it, it would, didn't say jeremy puglisi or <laughs> stephanie puglisi so anybody right. that so, doesn't take a second to like look you know, so we, we like, shut it down. Settle down, folks. We stopped the watch party. And then I went into the Facebook settings and I turned off the feature that allows group members to have watch parties because apparently, you know, we're just not going to be able to make this work. And then I put a post up about it. And that, I guess that post got a lot of attention. Yeah, well, you just said, like, this is a non-political group. We're not doing this kind of thing. We don't have these kind of arguments here. Um, and you'd be surprised at how many RV groups do allow these kinds of arguments to take place. So then you ask like people to like boost the post with like cat. I'll, I'll read. I'll re <laughs> Hello, everyone. This group is completely, absolutely, one thousand percent non-political. Please do not post anything political 
in nature. For those of you who did see this watch party and complained, please understand that we did not post the watch party of the political event, nor would we <laughs> ever on. post did anything you political. Really have to explain I that. just turned off the <laughs> setting that allows members to post watch parties, so this will not happen again. Members who post inappropriate content of any kind will be immediately removed. I would like everyone to see this, so please drop me a thumbs up or a cute cat photo in the comments below. That's me playing to Facebook. Right. Because if I want my whole group to see a post, that post has got to get a ton of comments. Well, I didn't do anything to ask for comments. So at the end, I was like, oh, just drop some cat photos or cat So we got 153 cat photos, pretty much. And it was pretty darn funny. (laughs) And then, then, you know, thousands of people saw that post, which I wanted them to say. So no politics in our group. Yeah. So that's, I think that that's um, sort of, it's it's fitting that that was a very popular post. But of course, now there's tons of RV content. So what's the type, what types of posts are people putting up in terms of camping and RVing? Okay, so I like this one. This one kind of cracked me up. So Taylor, she wrote that um, she needed some pointers because she bought a, a camper to do more relaxing, but she sucks at relaxing. That and those are her words. Post. She got lots of comments. <laughs> she on got that. tons of comments. So obviously, this is something that so many people in our group relate to, right? Like we want to relax, we want to chill out, we want to have a good time, but maybe it's really hard for us. Or the opposite. And a lot of people in our group really do know how to chill out at the campground, right? Like we've trained ourselves to know how we to both, relax. And I'm sorry. I think we both need help relaxing at the campground. And we, Stephanie, look. I have no problem relaxing. You, you do not know how to relax. Okay, wait a second. I think we both agree, and we can share <laughs> something a little personal here. We both agree that our kids are just not relaxing. No, our kids, kids our do kids, not know how to relax. And I'm not even saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're like behavior is bad. They just don't they just like, they're stop. just go, go, go. They yeah. do not like to stop and chill out and relax. Yeah, but you are the same way. You're like always like what? Like there's been times now when our kids are so much more independent and you know this is true and they'll be like off playing and you'll be like, when do you want to go do this? Or do you want to? And I look at you and I say, there is I no need to, need I need to, do to anything chill. Right now. And when they go play Gaga Ball or go to the you know like, basketball get out court, a magazine. just get out a book and read. Yeah. I, next year, that's got to be a goal for me. <laughs> just, just like... Take a deep breath, right? So that would that I I really like that post, and there was lots of good um, ideas in the comments for campground relaxing activities. And then also you posted, and you've been doing this sometime. Like my favorite campground that I visited in 2019 was blank because blank, and we got a ton. of I love fun doing comments. that yeah. because all of a sudden it's like you're sitting around the campfire with 500 other RVers just hearing about like what they did this year, and like it's so it's so much fun to me to just be like, well, where was your favorite place this? Yeah, and there was responses from everywhere, from Sanibel Island to um, New York State to Gulf Shores to um, Iowa. So it was really such a range, you know, of answers to that so question. It really so is, that was I mean, fun. I think the group really does serve as like a digital campfire for the RV Atlas community. All right, I've got two more, which were fun, in the top five posts from the month. And one was a Christmas camper village. And that is always super engaging oh, to our to, to our you know community. And I really th- to everybody that posted like cool pictures of your RV ornaments. I, I I love that stuff. So thank you. And then the last one, 
the Tesla truck. <laughs> oh, the Tesla truck got yes. a lot of, a lot of people didn't like comments. it. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that a lot of people were saying how ugly it I was, was, too, right? You know what, though? Frankly, I was surprised at just how negative everybody was about oh, really? the Tesla truck. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm not a big, like, I don't get what the whole, like, the Tesla, I don't get the whole thing. I'm just not too into it. But I, I find it interesting Partly because anyway. it's, like, beyond our price point. It was the, uh, so that was from John. And he said that the Tesla truck reveal was tonight and it's going to be a beast. I don't love the look of it but entry level around 40,000 um higher end model with 500 plus miles or range 14,000 pound tow capacity yeah that's not the range when you're when you're towing though yeah that's what a lot of people commented on at a later point once you're towing 60 miles per hour in less than three seconds that'll give you a whiplash (laughs) yeah and don't try that don't try that with your uh with your travel trailer attached yeah but the picture of like the one like with the tent pop-up in in the back like the back like doing like a hybrid tent pop-up is pretty you know i've heard a lot of people talking about the tesla suv i want to go take a look at that yeah so lots of i just thought that that really showed a range right of like everything from like the cute christmas camper village to the tesla truck to favorite campgrounds it just kind of all shows like i can't relax yeah what the rv atlas is all about so that was fun i mean i've never done that before but i think that we should probably do it more often and kind of talk about popular posts and what people said about them and everything and yeah what's your favorite thing about the group I just think um, seeing how like people share their knowledge with newbies. Like, so one thing that you'll find in a lot of other RV groups is that if you ask a question that's basic, somebody will just get pummeled. Like, you know, like you dummy. And it's so ridiculous because there's nothing like intrinsic about camping or RVing knowledge. It's like Not nobody at, was born with this. And it's, a lot of it's counterintuitive. Yeah. To me. So I love the fact that we've really created like a nice group where newbies can answer, ask questions and they'll actually get helpful, useful advice. And it's not all like Pollyannish. It's not all like, oh, everything will be great. Like some people are like, this is really hard or that's hard. It's honest, but it's kind. And and I like that about our group. I love seeing people post their camping photos, you know, just like the type of photo that they're probably also throwing up on their own Instagram account. Like you get to the campground Friday night, you get all set up, you're just so happy, you snap a photo, you throw it in the group. And I, I just love seeing those pictures from all over the country. It makes me very happy. All right. So anyway, we will see you um, maybe in the Facebook group and then we'll also see you at the campground. And it's the RV Atlas group. And we would love for you to join if you're not on Facebook. Facebook and it's not your thing, don't hey, worry about power it. To we, you. we totally <laughs> I'm okay with that. Res- I get it. <laughs> mad respect to you. But if you're on Facebook, you should be in our group. So we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas. And a big thanks to the sponsors of this show, Jayco, Bass Pro Cabela's, Thetford, Go Power, and Go RVing. We appreciate their support in creating educational and inspirational RV content. You can also find links to everything mentioned in this episode over at rvfta.com, plus hundreds of blog posts on everything from gear recommendations to our favorite camping recipes. If you enjoy our show, please leave us a review wherever you listen and make sure to get social with us on Facebook at The RV Atlas and on Instagram at Jeremy and Stephanie. Plus, we've got the friendliest campers around in our private Facebook group. So check it out. Until next time, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Stephanie. And we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground. Thank you.